It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. It's time for the Cougars Corner. We're going to talk some MTCS sports. We're going to start out this morning with uh, Kobe Tackett, the head football coach at uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School. Uh, coach, how are you today? I'm doing good. My, my, mine is my actual cell phone not working. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's, it's amazing how much we rely on them now, isn't it? That's, that's exactly what I was telling my wife. I was like, it's crazy how much I'm, I'm on this thing. <laughs> All right. Um, well, big win last night, uh, region win, uh, 53-13 over Webb. And I guess as a coach going in, you know, obviously they they struggle this year, particularly offensively. You kind of want to go in and take care of your business. And, wow, did you ever um, – uh, four touchdowns and four two-pointers. So you're up 32 to nothing out of the gate at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, coming off of a bye week. So we had a little bit of extra time got everybody really healthy um, you know homecoming doesn't hurt you know kids are energized for homecoming and um but they executed really well they're really proud of how we started the game last night um well it was a little bit of everybody i mean i was looking um of course gabe howe got you started off um chase mitchell with a two-pointer you had eli uh with a 10-yard run baylor Nor- norwood with the two-pointer uh, Mitchell again with a 12-yard run and the two-pointer. Uh, you even got the passing game involved with Aiden Hooper uh, to Luke Scheffler. And then Wilson added one and Mitchell added another one. And Cason Hill, I haven't heard his name much. So uh, a lot of people involved with you offensively. I think you racked up well over 400 yards. So just talk, us, talk to us about your, um, your uh, execution offensively. Yeah, I was, I was super proud of them. You know, we talked, uh, we, we actually put them through a pretty brutal turnover circuit. We've been turning the ball over way too much this year. And so it was 14 minutes of, of not very fun activities. I think we'll just leave it at that. And, uh, and so they made it a point. You heard the, the sideline last night say, hey, we're not going to turn the football over, take care of the football, finish drives. And they did that. Um, but, but more importantly, everybody got to play and everybody contributed. Um, you know, so I think sometimes Eli or, or Hooper, you know, those guys get a lot of the, the attention. But, but last night it was great because everybody got to play. I mean, everybody got touches, and when they went in, they executed really well, which as a coach, that's what you want to see. You know, I mean, um, you got to develop the whole roster, not just your starters, you know, and, and I tell those guys that every single day. And, and sometimes they don't believe me, but, but I really do believe it to my core. Um, and, and the same thing happened defensively. We, we had contributors all night. Um, and so, just overall, it was a really good uh, team win. Really, really good for our program. Just letting everybody get a taste of action, and, and then seeing them to go in and, and play well. It's one thing to go in and play, but it's a whole other thing to go in and play well. So, I was really happy. I'm really proud of how how well they did when they went in. Well, and too, you know, those guys, you know, you're, you've had some close games, some not so close games, but uh, as you said, it's always good to good to get those guys work plus you know they show up every day too <laughs> that's exactly right no they do and, and and they bust their tail i mean we we have 
we, we try to make practice not very fun, and, and, and they show up every day, like you said. And so uh, it's great to see those guys get rewarded with some playing time. And they did a lot of things really well. I was, again, just really, really proud of them. I guess you never know how you're going to come out after um, uh, off open date. Um, what did you do during that time period? Well, we, we gave them the bye week off. Uh, we, we didn't have a bye week until week seven, I believe, week seven or eight. So that's that's quite a long time of just straight football. So we gave them a whole week off, let them energize, not not be around football. And then, um, you know, on, on Monday we hit the ground running, and, um, and boy, did we, we. We had a good, real physical week of practice. I think it showed last night. Well, um, you've won five straight since – opening with three losses um from you know how what, what do you attribute uh, uh your improvement to where have you improved and, and of course obviously you played some pretty tough teams uh, right off the yeah. bat as well yeah no I, I mean we just we believe in what we do uh, you know the coaches believe in, in what we do and uh, we believe in how we do it and um, I've had success before and, and and I've been in those situations before in, in Florida and 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 our other coaches have, have been in that situation before, and I really just attribute it to we have a great coaching staff. That there was no panic, you know, and um, and I hate harping on that, but like you know, when it was only three, everybody was like, it's gonna be a tough year, you know, coach, get ready, it's gonna be a tough year for you. And and for us, it was you know, it's just another opportunity to get better each week. And I think we're finally starting to get better, and um, we just we didn't panic. We just kept kept working, and and I think it's starting to pay off. Starting to pay off now. Now, your playoffs, uh, every team go in your region or four? I believe it's top four. Top four. Well, you obviously you've already solidified that, and that's you know, I mean, that's a really nice role you're on right now too. Yeah, I mean, we it, it's hard to not want to look ahead. You know, you, you want to kind of look at how the brackets and all that stuff's going to play out, but. But I always tell our kids we're not good enough to look ahead. We we need to look at what's in front of us. So um, we just we're going to work on Wayne County right now, and and hopefully next Saturday we're talking about friendship. But right now it's uh, it's all focused on, on on Wayne County, and and we'll see what happens. Well, you mentioned you play Wayne County. They have scuffled a bit this year, but uh, it's a proud program with a great tradition. Of course, Rockvale's coach um, Rick Rice was there for over twenty years. Um, and tell us how this game came about because obviously I guess y'all were originally scheduled to play Zion uh, but they opted not to play uh, a region schedule this year yeah it was so when I got here Zion was on our schedule um, and then uh, I think due to COVID and, and, and like an enrollment issue uh, their school actually had to drop down to eight man football so we actually ended up having another open date uh, on our schedule and it, it really wasn't until probably two days before the season started um, where we picked up Wayne County last second because I, I think they lost another game, uh, a COVID game or, or something like that. Um, so we just called the principal, and we were able to get this thing done um, literally at the last second. Right before the season started, we got this one in. So uh, fortunate that the kids get to play a, another game for both schools. It's, it's great for both schools because uh, kids deserve you know, to play as many as they can. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't want two week by weeks uh, out of three, do you? This time of year. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't want it. I wasn't in favor of it. Of course, you're not gonna put your kids in a bad situation, or you know, you don't want to put them, you know, 
you know, you don't want to wear them out or anything, but if you had a similar opponent, you know, you wanted to get a game, and we were fortunate enough to get one. Well, um, it's it's been a, a really a unique season um, uh, in this uh, region. Um, you know, uh, Kings Academy, you handled them pretty easily. Uh, Friendship took an early loss, uh, but uh, when you you look at your region, what were your expectations? Uh, coming in just in terms of the type of competition you would be facing? Well, I mean, when I first got here, you always hear of, I mean, you always hear the big two in our region. You always hear of Kings and you always hear of Friendship. So you knew kind of that that was going to be the, the standard, you know. Um, but, you know, I know the region shifted a little bit. So with the film that I had last year, you know, we had Grace and. Um, <coughs> You know they're no longer in our region, but um, you know you had Webb. So I, I think when I first got up here, you, you definitely heard about Kings and, and Friendship kind of being the um, you know the one and two of the region, if you will. You know what I mean? They they had a good good traditions and, and good programs. Yeah, I think the Cougars last year kind of turned some heads when they beat Friendship, right? Uh, and because it had been a long time since they'd lost a region game. Yeah, no, it's that's uh, I, I definitely think that's a that's a standard to beat. You know, they're 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 really well coached. Um, they, they do a really good job. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have BJ, who, who's been you know been a part of that last year, and, and give us some great insight. And um, you know, we just have, we have great coaches all around that that uh, that prepare week in and week out and put us in good spots. When you look back at those first three games, um, we're obviously. DCA speaks for themselves, but you had a couple of other other opponents, Franklin Grace and um, trying to think who the other one was. Oh, Clarksville Academy. Yep. Um, what did those games do for you guys that were, even though you lost it, there were still positives that came out of it? I mean, it taught us adversity. I mean, against DCA, we went into the game with you know, 19 kids, you know. So, I mean, uh, you learn how to handle adversity against one of the best teams in the state right off the get go, and and then you got to fight the low roster numbers again the next week, minus you know six of our coaches as well against Grace, and then you got to fight low roster numbers again against Clarksville um, with still some of your coaches missing. So it really kind of taught us adversity and how to handle it, and and you know kind of tell our kid you know, nobody feels sorry for you. We just got to keep working, and so um, I, I'm. I, I'm fortunate it happened. Honestly, I, I think adversity you know, allows you to make make runs in the postseason, and so I'm, I'm glad we faced a little bit of adversity. I think it's good for a program to to. It shouldn't always be easy, you know what I mean? And so um, I'm glad we faced those challenges, and, and hopefully we just keep building. And you know, really, the, the second and third game they go down to the wire, one possession games. So um, you know, you can play with those teams, and it was just like if you could kind of turn that corner and win one, it would give you the opportunity to get on a roll, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, I, I mean, again, our, it was, it was um, we, we knew we were in all those games, and and we also know that there's some chances that you know, we might we might play those teams again, and, uh, and I, I promise you we, we're trying not to look ahead, but, but we would be excited if we got another opportunity to play those teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as, you, as you go to uh, Wayne County, it's a pretty good trip. Uh, you've had one. You, you obviously had the real long one to uh, Trinity, but uh, 
that you know it's just another opportunity to take your team on the road and that's something not right down the road and but i do know uh, from a coach's perspective you want to go down there and play a clean game and keep be still be on that uptick going into the the final week of the season yeah we do we do uh, i think i told you last week uh i love i love the road trips because it makes me feel like i'm a part of the team again you know so we are no stranger to road trips i know this one's another long haul so this will be our third and final long haul of the season but uh but yeah i mean we the standard doesn't change you know we want to we want to we want to play to our our standard of perfect um you know whatever yeah, every individual player's standard is it needs to be his very best you know we preach your very best not a score but like are you giving your very best so that won't change this week when we head down to wayne county and you know for your players too it's a pretty neat place to go watch a game yeah, I've, I've been told I, you know i've just seen a little bit of it on film um but I'm, I'm really excited to go kind of see some tennessee high schools and, and see how they operate it looks it looks like a really cool environment yeah it really is in looking at your offense coach and again on kobe tackett join us today on cougar corner talking mtcs football um how are teams trying to defend you yeah so we're weird you know we, we run we run a weird offense and and I think sometimes that comes into our advantage. We get a different front every week. Um, you know, we might watch film all week, and they come out in an even front, and then we go to kickoff, and they're playing an odd front. They have five guys rolled down, and it's nothing we practiced all week. So that that's really why we just preach our. You know, we got to do our job. It's an offense completely predicated on rules. Uh, it doesn't matter what the defense does. Each player has their own rule. Um, so we practice against every front <laughs> known to man on on Monday through Thursday because we never know what we're going to get. You know, we never know what defensive look we're going to get. But, um, yeah, it, it's definitely a little different for sure. And I would imagine this time of year um, a lot of teams are doing a lot of things differently too. Yeah, it, I think it's interesting to watch high school football and how it evolves as the season gets longer. You know, I know we've – we do. We, you know, we've made tweaks and changes as we've gone on, and, and you see other teams doing it too. And and really, you get at this time of year, the, the teams that you're playing, um, especially you know postseason teams, they're playing their best football right now. So um, it's always fun watching teams kind of evolve as the season goes on. Um, you know, we look at the success you've had. You've had so, so much success running the football, yet at the same time, somebody tries to make you one-dimensional and control that, you've proven you can still throw the football, obviously, as well. And you've got a, you've got a seasoned quarterback to do that with. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you something else about our, our quarterback. Um, you know, he, he went from throwing it probably 25 to 40 times uh, last year to, you know, with the offensive style, you know, maybe, maybe 10 to 15 times this year. And, and I think to some kids um, that would really bother them, you know, and they'd have a problem. Um, but Aiden Hooper has has done it and and just smiled the whole way. Um, he's shown incredible character. Um, Yates Garen, I mean, those look at the quarterbacks have completely bought in. Um, they're completely selfless. Um, I, I can't brag on those kids enough for their attitude. You know, because that's tough. You know, sometimes you you want to just rip it, you know, ninety times a game, <laughs> but yeah. But with what we do, you don't. Excuse me. You can't always do that. So, um, 
you know, it, those, those guys have been great. Um, but yeah, and, and and they're versatile, like you said. If you want to load the box up and and force us to throw the ball, we got two guys back there that can do that. So um, we do stress the defense a little bit and how how they want to attack us. I guess I'll let you also kind of give your offensive line a shout. We've talked about all these skilled players, but obviously it starts up front with those fellows. Oh, 100%. And, you know, we, I brought one of my, my good buddies up from Florida with me, uh, Christian Peterson. He's our offensive line coach. He's done a great job with that group. Um, you know, we rotate up to eight guys a night on the offensive line. So uh, we're big on rotations. We're, we're big on getting a lot of guys in the game to try to stay fresh. Um, but, but of course, like you said, nothing happens without the guys up front. Um, and, and, and they're getting physical. They're getting kind of nasty. And uh, as a football coach, when it's, you know, you're getting into late October, November, that's what, that's what you want to see out of your guys. So um, they, they've done a great job. Well, we talk about offensively what you're getting. Um, this day and age in high school football, you know, the – you know, smaller programs, they used to just exclusively run the wing tee, it seems. I'm imagining you're seeing a lot of different – talk about different looks on defense. Are you getting a lot of different things on offense? Um, you know, it, it's predominantly spread. Um, I'll tell you, Webb, Webb was the first team that we played that really has a traditional tight end with a wing, a little bit more of some wing tee principles. Um, but, but we've seen a lot of spread. Now, inside of that, you see variations. So, you know, we've been playing some spread teams, but, you know, um, you know like Kings, for example, you know, they're, they're predominantly a zone team. And, and I know Friendship, they're spread, but they're predominantly a gap skid team. So you see versions of the spread, but, but they have their own wrinkles that they do really well, you know, that, that are different. So each week you got to coach things a little different as you were the week before. Um, but, but I would definitely say, we live in the era of, of spread. Spread football right now <laughs> is taking over the country, and for good reason. I mean, it's, it's, it's great offense, great offensive style. Um, of course, inevitably, uh, you're going to play some freshmen, um, you know, from week to week, um, looking on way down the line. How's your middle school program doing, and are you excited about the future some of those guys are going to bring? with what some of those guys can bring to the table. Yeah, I, I, right now, and again, I've only been here since March, so I'm still learning, but but the way the program's trajectory right now, I'm, I'm fired up. Um, you know, we're, we're a pretty young football team this year. Um, we got some guys coming up with the middle school program. The elementary school program is, is rolling real well. Kevin Glover's done a great job with those kids. So, um, yeah, I, I love our direction right now. Uh, I'm excited about the future. All right, Coach. Well, appreciate you taking time out this morning and join us and uh, have a good trip to uh, uh, Wayne County this week and good luck to the Cougars. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. That's Kobe Taggart. He's the head football coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School. The Cougars, by the way, are 5-3 and three overall, 3-0 and oh in region play. This is a non-region game this week coming up, uh, and then they will play friendship for – Essentially, um, if MTCS wins, they'll win the championship outright. Uh, if they weren't as fortunate, um, and Kings Academy will win, who knows what's going to happen? You could have a three-way tie, but uh, Cougars take care of their business the next two weeks. Uh, 
uh, it, it'll it'll all be settled. All righty, we're going to take a break and be right back. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Back to wrap things up here on MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. A few things to mention here this morning, and we'll take a look at the schedule as well coming up. PCA on the 10th of October, so last Sunday, defeated Middle Tennessee Christian School 7 to nothing. And uh, Coach Braden Stewart said, although they didn't score, the team continued to uh, work hard throughout the game. Uh, much closer this time uh, against PCA than uh, for the entire 80 minutes. Better passing, better defense all around. Coach said uh, Cameron Gilliland finished with 13 saves in the game, but uh, 7 nothing the final PCA over Middle Tennessee Christian School. Also from this week, congratulations to uh, several players for winning matches at the Rutherford County Middle School Singles Tournament. Ben Helton, Brody Shaver, and Trip Adams, along with Isa Prater. Helton took uh, the number two seed on his way to the semifinals, and Shaver took out uh, took over the uh, three seed, if you will, before bowing out in the quarterfinals. So uh, congrats there to the middle school Cougars shining in the middle school singles tournament this week. Also to the boys and girls tennis teams for a great season. This year, continuing our middle school tennis conversation, the boys finished third in the county. The girls team beat Oakland in the first round before getting beat by Siegel in the quarterfinals. All the players, Coach Goodwin says, played their heart out and showed excellent sportsmanship, and he's so proud of them. So uh, Coach Lawrence Goodwin uh, talking about the middle school tennis and uh, what a great season that has been as well. 
So what's coming up here? We've got some middle school soccer to talk about, playing at home on Monday versus Clarksville Academy, 4.30 for the game. And next Friday, the uh, varsity team, football team that is, uh, playing Wayne County on the road, headed to Waynesboro to play Wayne County. So a nice little road trip uh, coming up there. Middle school soccer will be hosting Ezel Harding next Saturday afternoon at 4.30 as well. And then, uh, of course, the following week on the 25th, you've got some cross-country in the uh, high school regional championships at uh, Sanders Ferry Park. So a lot coming up here. And then uh, the final regular season football game with Friendship Christian on the 29th. So that's kind of a look ahead at what's going on here in uh, the rest of October. The schedule's a little bit light now. We're kind of in that transition time, but we'll be talking about some uh, basketball here really, really soon as well. Speaking of uh, light schedule, no Middle Tennessee football game today. The Raiders are uh, enjoying a bye week, so we will have Braves baseball, the first game of the National League Championship Series versus the Los Angeles Dodgers this afternoon, uh, later this evening, as a matter of fact, uh, about 5.50 for the airtime for that here on WGNS. Next Friday, Middle Tennessee will have a football game at Connecticut, so we will be broadcasting on WGNSradio.com the game between the Rockvale Rockets and the Coffee County Red Raiders from Manchester. That'll be on our stream. We'll replay that for you next Saturday as well. And uh, that's a big week that we've got coming up here for you. So uh, high school and college football next Friday. Okay, everybody, that's going to do it for our show this morning. want to thank all the coaches for uh, joining for also our uh Hosts this morning, John Dinkins and Monty Hill Jr. Our producer has been Dalton Barrett. Hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Enjoy this nice, cool fall-like day. It's mid-October. Finally got some fall. And uh, we'll see you back here next Saturday morning for another edition of MTCS Cougar Corner. So long, everybody. (laughs) 